1: Welcome to another episode of the Only Three Lads podcast, where we take a look at the golden age of alternative music from 1974 to 1999. Hello, I'm Uncle Greg. If this is your first time here, thank you so much for joining us. If you've been here before, welcome back. Of course, we have Brett Vargo with us. And bueno, howdy. gentlemen. Hey, hey, I don't think I've ever said howdy. Well, howdy's a good word. I don't think it's going to work for me. Really? No. Well, you, you know, you, you <laughs> tried it. It didn't work. So now you're, Yeah, no, we'll I try it again. <laughs> well this week we are looking at the top five songs of 1975 uh, last week we talked about this i was very young i was probably listening to sesame street sings uh brett you were still in diapers in bueno you were out yep. drinking beer and uh, dating women
2: at 16 uh, yeah okay i don't know about the drinking beer part but, oh so. come on that was oh. 1975 yeah, yeah. you're on.
1: probably
0: doing a lot worse than drinking beer <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right you hear that so, giggle <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> Giggling, what? I am still living at home. What can I do? Bueno's a good boy. i was 16. 16, I was not a good boy. There was drive through liquor stores in Phoenix, as you guys know. Oh, you would yeah. drive through, they'd sell it to you. They thought it was a great idea. Stay in your car. We'll bring your yeah. booze out to you, which is yeah, what we're doing yeah. now in this COVID-19 epidemic. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. All right, so it's the top five songs of 1975, and we're kicking it off with the Ambassador Bueno.
2: Yeah, you know, uh, this was a hard list for me, guys. And the reason why, because I didn't want to have many crossovers, but I'm going to kind of go a little, just a tad bit out the door a little bit, if you know what I mean. So yeah. my, my number five is an incredible song. It's a protest song uh, by Bob Dylan called Hurricane. It's about the imprisonment of Reuben Hurricane Carter, a professional boxer, it compiles acts of racism and uh, profiling against Carter, which Dylan pers- describes as leading to a false trial and conviction. And after meeting with Carter in prison and later with the group of supporters, Dylan began to write Hurricane. And this song actually was one of his few protest songs during the 70s. And- Here comes the
3: story of the hurricane
2: Actually proved to be his fourth most successful song of of the decade and reached number 33 on the Billboard 100. And actually, that's my number five, Bob Dylan, Hurricane. Mr. Zimmerman, great song. Oh, my gosh, it's a great song. I got to check him so, out. So, sorry, I kind of fell
1: off the genre a little bit, so. That works for me. All right, that cool. That works for me. Because that guy was right. a definitely a pioneer and he was a rebel. So, you got to, that's kind of kind of alternative he was underground too so it all works out well it's yours uncle greg well my my number five uh of course now i was a little bit afraid i'm not worried about crossover at all so but here is the thing is that um i often mess up and i and then you know bueno you correct me so yeah and i'll cross over on you on the basketball court man so there (laughs) you go well i'm talking about okay so like this album came out in 74 But the single wasn't released until 75, so I went with it. And of course, at number five this week, I have Kraftwerk, Autobahn. Now, Kraftwerk is now cited as, as one of the world's most influential bands, forming in 1970, and if you didn't realize it, but they really laid the foundation for synth pop, as you can see, House, techno and even hip hop because of all the looping but when they first started out one uk critic said uh, keep the robots out of music also xenophobia also plagued the band as wounds for world war ii were still felt one uk critic wrote that this is the music your father's fought to keep you away from but of course Kraftwerk's uh, autobahn was the band's first track to use sung lyrics uh, the song was originally over 22 minutes Uh, in the spring of 75. That's when they cut it down to a UK single and it became a hit. And the band uh, said that the Beach Boys and James Brown were their big early influences, which is weird to me because I don't hear that, but that's okay. Um, but uh, yep. Kraftwerk, they're supposed to be on tour right now, but that damn C-19, uh, they were going to be in San Diego in July. So if things yep. uh, work out, maybe they'll be there. But that's my number five, craftwork in Autobahn. Love it. All right. Always love craftwork. Oh,
2: play that all day. All right. I had a few
0: contenders for number five. In fact, uh, yesterday when I was hiking, I actually said out loud, so I'm glad there was nobody in earshot, I said, man, I forgot St. Elmo's Fire by Brian Eno. Yeah. So that was just one of those you know late contenders that I forgot about, but my list was already cemented by then. So my number five is Nadir's Big Chance by Peter Hamill. Uh, Hamill was the lead singer and songwriter of British progressive rock band Van der Graaff Generator. Nadir's Big Chance was the title track of his fifth solo album released in 1975, of course. Miles away from the bombast of Prague, Hamill introduced his character Ricky Nadir, a sneering punk rocker dressed in black and mirrored shades. mind, folks, this is 1975, before the Pistols, before the Ramones. This album was a particular favorite of Johnny Rodden, in fact, and to me it seems very evident that this song had an influence on his style. The song essentially reads like an early mission statement for the entire punk movement. So some of the lyrics go, I've been hanging around waiting for my chance to tell you what I think about the music that's gone down to which you madly danced. Frankly, you know it stinks. I'm going to scream, going to shout, going to play my guitar until your body's rigid and you see stars. Enough of the fake. Bang your feet in a rage. Tear down the walls and let us out. We're more than mere morons, perpetually conned. So come on, everybody. Smash the system with the song. Now that is punk rock if ever I heard it. Uh, The other highlight of the song is the absolutely bonkers solo that sounds like the squelch of an analog synth, but it turns out that it's actually a highly electrified lap steel guitar. Guys, this one is simply brilliant, and that's my number five Nadir's Big Chance by Peter Hamill. I'm writing that one down.
2: down love that record man a cool record
1: hey it's the only three lads podcast once again thanks for being here we are counting down the top five songs of 1975 and we're at number four with bueno number four
2: is a a song by david bowie released in 1975 i love this album young americans and uh the song was one of one of his breakthroughs in the United States where the glam rock of Bowie's earlier career had limited you know popularity outside the major cities. But uh, the song reached number 28 on the Billboard Hot 100 making it his second biggest success on that chart until that point.
3: just behind the bridge he lays it down he my life's a it took him minutes in 2010
2: this song ranked number 486 of the Rolling Stones magazine list of 500 greatest songs he got cheated there for sure in 2016 it ranked number 44 of the 200 best songs of the 70s. And this guy is incredible. You guys need to keep on top But uh, David Bowie and all the music that he has. There's a lot coming out now, a lot of stuff that people haven't heard.
3: And one dance song that can make me break down and cry.
1: That's my number four, David Bowie. Oh, Young Americans. All right. Great artist. You guys ready for my number four? No, I thought we were going to commercial. Nope, that's until we all do our number fours.
3: <laughs> uh, oh, okay.
1: Number four, and then Brett does his number four. You you try to yes. bump Uncle Greg? No, I was trying to get
2: some sponsors. So <laughs> sorry.
1: All right. Well, hey guys, you know that this guy uh, we we all know him from his big MTV hits of the '80s, "Don't Pay the Ferryman" and "Lady in Red." But Krista uh, Berg started out as an art rock performer before he developed his more pop friendly sound. His album "Far Beyond the Castle Walls" came out in '74. Also. But it really trademarked him as a master of the soft ballad and the mood invoking artist and there's one song on this album that was released as a single in 1975 i believe it only became a hit really in brazil but the song called flying if you haven't heard this song you know i always talk to you brett about the uh magnetic fields and book of love it's got that same feeling to me i mean it's just a goosebump song It's one of his early albums. Um, in, if you just put on your headphones, lay in your bed, and have a fan blow on you when you're really hot, I mean, you're gonna fly away with this song. But Krista Berg, flying. Um, I remember listening to it as a little kid, and my mom didn't like it because he was there's a lyric in there about dying, and it. My mom didn't ever really listen to the whole song, but that's what she didn't really was crazy about. But I remember this song, and then of course I remember early MTV. Don't pay the ferryman. Totally loved it. And then I kind of discovered this song in my teens again. Just an amazing song. If you get a chance, YouTube at Chris flying, turning round. It's a great song. That's my number four for this week. Awesome. My, my. You are full of surprises. Have Absolutely. I just said a song that neither of
0: you guys know? Yep. Better mark this down. Yeah, I do not know it, and never in a million years would I have thought of Christa Berg on your list. Yep, well, he was too.
1: alternative. I only know right. those two 80s songs, so I'll definitely check that out. Here, Brett, again, in your yep. wheelhouse, go back and go to this early Christa Berg stuff. I think I think that it's it's gonna speak to you. I will take your heed.
0: All right. All right, my number four pick is Steve Harley and Cockney Rebels. Make me smile, come up and see me.
2: Released in January
0: 1975, this single was huge, hitting number one in the UK, France and Ireland, while barely denting the charts at 96 on this side of the pond, as what happens so frequently. Uh, this is essentially a Steve Harley solo song in all but name, as the original Cockney Rebel, the band, had disbanded some months prior to the recording of the song. The British glam rock band had a couple of top 10 hits in 1974, but Make Me Smile puts all the pieces in place for an irresistible pop masterpiece, with a boundlessly catchy chorus, beatles esque backing vocals, and Harley's coy Bowie slash Lou Reed-esque lead, yet it was still smart enough to ever be considered a chart sellout.
3: Come I do let what you, want, but I'll do what you want.
0: what's remarkable is the track staying power appearing in countless TV shows movies and adverts over the years and even re-entering the UK charts in 1995 2005 and most recently 2015 so you guys may, since that trend, it's on the song's anniversaries. In 2015, it was after the host of BBC TV's Top Gear program urged viewers to download the track to help Harley pay for a thousand pound speeding ticket. The song has also been notably covered by Duran Duran, Erasure, and The Wedding Present. Top Gear presenter Jeremy Clarkson said it best, you can't trust someone who doesn't like this song. I ask, what is there not to like? Uh, Harley would go on to rack up some other hits, notably a cover of the Beatles. Here comes the sun in 1976 and the phantom of the opera with Sarah Brightman in 1986. But none are more endearing or timeless than my number four. Make
1: me smile. Come up and see me. Good song. You know. Yep, great song. All right, bueno, this is when we go to break. Is there anybody that you would like to sponsor us? No. Mm-hmm. How about you? Uh, I would like a Pepsi, Coca-Cola, um, you know, <laughs> Apple, anybody you like know. that? Capital Records? Yeah. Capital yeah. Records, yeah. Ooh, Any yeah of those free, guys. free music. Yeah. Send mm-hmm. us music. 91X? That too. You hey, know. it's the Only Three Lads podcast this week. We're counting down our top five songs of 1975. Make sure and go to Facebook, like us, make sure and hit the notifications so that when we have an episode come up, you'll know right away. We always release them on Tuesday mornings. Brett does a great job. He's the one who gets them all together and boom. So thank you, Brett, once again for that.
2: Well, thank you. Thank you, Brett, for sure. Master Brett.
1: Every Tuesday, check in. But even if we do something else, we're talking about doing just some Friday night hangs and stuff like that. So make sure and like us, tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell anybody you want about us. We would appreciate it. So thank you for listening. And we'll be back with our list number three and number two in two minutes
2: and always be bueno
1: if your idea of a hot date is sweet talking surrey in the bathtub no thanks i'll pass pervert you need a serious classic alternative infusion only three lads. it's time for your only three lads music news fans can now experience the Food fighters full 2006 hyde park concert The video is being streamed on the band's YouTube page as a fundraiser to raise money for Music Cares, an organization who supports music makers. Fans and critics credit Blondie as being new wave and punk pioneers, but in a new interview with AXS TV's The Big Interview with Dan Rather, singer Debbie Harry says she doesn't think they were a traditional punk band.
3: We were trying to be experimental in in our way.
1: Harry's book, Face It, a memoir, won NMP's award for best music book. And Facebook is announcing several changes to its Facebook live platform and will allow artists to charge for access to live streams. The payment structure, or when it will be made available, has yet to be detailed. That's your only three lads, Music News. Makes
3: me feel very peculiar. Very peculiar when you throw in peculiar? something like that. Why? I'm going to tell you guys something. You just don't want to learn anything. You just don't want to listen to anybody. He's got intelligence. Welcome
1: back to the Only Three Lads podcast, where we take a look at the golden age of alternative music from 1974 to 1999. Now, don't forget, last week, we had the top five live classic alternative albums. If you still haven't put your list on Facebook, make sure and do that. This week, we're counting down the top five songs of 1975. Now, Bueno, he was out in high school having a grand old time. Uh, I was watching Sesame Street or probably more the electric company. And hold
2: on. You're not going to mention what what Brett was doing, right? Well,
1: what was Brett doing? (laughs) Oh, from last week. Uh, No, he was already out of there. Yes. (laughs) good. I was nursing a bottle. He was nursing a bottle. <laughs> okay. What kind of bottle was it, do you think? Like, who was big back then? You know, now you have all these different characters. So if you have a three-year-old kid, you know all the characters that are out there now. But they have, like, Gumball. I have to watch Gumball. I was definitely
0: all about Sesame Street and Mickey Mouse as a kid. Mm. Oh, I was Electric Company. Oh, that was my big was great, too.
1: Yeah, um, you know, Morgan Freeman. He was mm-hmm. Gordon. I used to always try and dance like him way back in yep. the day. Bill Cosby, the, uh, you know, children's TV favorite. Yes, it didn't work out real well, but no, um, we no didn't know I that. Didn't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you just All right, so let's get you. to my number three, guys. Yes, yeah, so let's get to your number three. We are we are digressing very very badly right now, but yes, number three, top five songs of 1975. Bueno. You're All right,
2: right, before I do that, I want to say hey to the Swick family. I grew up with them, junior high, high school, elementary school. Uh, Todd, uh, Carrie Ann, who's probably taken the picture that I saw online today, uh, Kimmy, uh, Eric, Tammy, and Diane. You know, there was nine of them in the picture, and I only see six on the post. So what's up with that, Todd? Where's Carrie Ann? She's probably in the picture. But who are the three imposters? I need to know. So... My number three is uh, by uh, an incredible artist we all love every day. We, we listen to his music. Pretty much crosses us every day. It's uh, Elton John's Someone Save My Life Tonight from the uh, Captain Fantastic in the Brown Dirt uh, Cowboy album. This was released as a single on June 23rd, 1975. That was the only single actually released from that album. And uh, it tells a story of attempted suicide by John at uh, 6 minutes and 45 seconds. It was long for a single, but owning the highly personal nature of the lyrics, John uh, refused to let it be cut down to more typical singles length. Despite the length, it actually uh, peaked on... Uh, Billboard's Hot 100 in the United States at number four in Canada, charted at number two. This would be his last single for eight years to feature the original band, uh, John D. Murray, David Johnstone, and Ni- Nigel Olson. As John fired uh, Murray and Olson following the recording, the song actually concludes side one of the album's narrative, uh, chronologizing the early history of John and uh, lyrics uh, Bernie Talpin and their struggles to find their place within the music industry. incredible record it was released as a single in 75 reach number four on the u.s billboard hot 100 entered the top 25 in the UK Singles Chart and Certified Gold in September of 1975. They sold over a million units worldwide, and that's my number three, Elton John, Someone Saved My Life Tonight.
1: Great track. I still haven't seen the movie.
0: Have you guys seen the movie? Oh, Rocket Man! It's not worth it, in my opinion.
2: Okay, okay well, good.
0: Well, I won't go see the movie. <laughs> I think Bueno was going to say it was. you have a different opinion.
2: I enjoy it. I, I like the actor, so I yeah. like how he did he did it, so it's
1: pretty good. All right, so we have a good yeah. and a don't waste your time. Yeah, no. All right, so three stars out of six. Well, and Captain Fantastic did yield a, a very good pinball
2: game. Oh, Yes, it did. I love <laughs> playing that game.
1: Yeah, yeah. a lot yeah. of fun. All cool. right, guys, you know how I'm an, an an unapologetic Homer. So for my number three this week of the top five songs of 1975, uh, this band has their roots in Phoenix and it has to do with a band called The Beans who would sell out a tongue-in-cheek rock show called The Mother of Ascension, and they would feature costumes and props before this band moved to San Francisco because a member of the band left Phoenix, went to art school in San Francisco, uh, and that's when this band mm-hmm. moved there. And uh, so then they started making waves there. Of course, the band, The Tubes, White Punks on Dope. That's my number three this week. This was during that time of Lude the character. They started selling out shows there in San Francisco, the hippie area, with the Streakers Ball and Mondo Bondo. I'm sure that you saw that. I remember one time it was i might have been 10 years old 1980 right around there that on tv they had a concert with the tubes and Fee Way bill runs out naked full frontal my mom was ah and, <laughs> and he put on his pants and you know uh I, I i think he he hadn't swam in a long time i'll tell you that before he ran out and i just remember that and that was a, a great show um, and then white punks on dope, of course, it's about uh, <laughs> did, did I say the wrong thing again? No, no, I was, I was having pictures in my head. And so I was like, how do I say this and not upset anybody? But I'll just tell you, he hadn't been in the pool in a long time. I was like, he's chubbed up. That's not real. So but uh, white. It's punks It's shrinkage. On dope. Yeah, no, no, I just remember because he ran him, pulled up his pants. And my sister, she was 17 at the time and she was in excess I mean, or she was in ecstasy, I should say, because she was like, wow, I, I don't know if she ever saw one before that, but she saw that one. Uh, but White Punk's on Dope, of course, <laughs> it's about excess and it rid- ridicules Hollywood kids and uh, trust fund babies. And, you know, when this song first came out, it was a little bit too politically incorrect to play on the radio here in the United States. So it's kind of more of an underground thing. But then two years later in 77, uh, it became a single in the UK and it charted there. But again, Tubes with roots right here in Phoenix. My number three, White Punks on Dope. Crossover alert. Uh Uh-oh. Brett, what's your number three? So for my number
0: three, speaking of crossover, I picked a song that seems so obvious to me for 1975 that I assumed it would be our first triple crossover (sighs) on O3L.
2: Not that one. Well,
0: I don't know. The song is Love is the Drug by Roxy Music. This was the lead single off of Roxy's fifth album, Siren, and became a sizable hit upon its release in September of 75, reaching number 30 in the U.S. and number two in the U.K., where it was held off from number one uh, by a reissue
1: of... Does anybody know the song? Uh, I'm, I'm thinking. I, I, I feel my fingers scrolling through albums right now in my brain. Uh-huh. It was actually a reissue
0: of David Bowie's Space Oddity. Um, oh, so, in its danceable beat, slinky bassline, and oh, what a bassline, syncopated guitar stabs, and Brian Ferry's suave croon that just drips with cool, you hear the genesis of The Clashes, Rock the Casbah, Duran Duran's Girls on Film, Sheik's Good Times, Bowie's Ashes to Ashes, ABC's The Look of Love, and just about any band who neatly fit under the title of New Romantic. So, you get the picture. The song fit in perfectly with the 1975 musical landscape and yet sounded years ahead of its time. Its influence is absolutely immense. Taint No Big Thing, Love Is Indeed the Drug, and We All Score Here. So this modern rock staple is my number three top song in 1975, Love Is the Drug by Roxy Music. Love that hmm.
2: song. Yeah, that's kind of my anthem that yeah. I'm pushing love out there because that's it's a lot better than what else is going around right now. That's for sure. I
1: think it may make another appearance or two during this very show. <laughs> it's going <laughs> to. I have a really strong feeling. <laughs> bueno, what's your number two here on this week? Only Three Lads podcast. What is it?
2: They said crossover, crossover with Uncle Greg. What, what would it be? all right well my number two is uh WPOD so uh that's it 1975 San Francisco based group called the tubes uh so that's our crossover and uh that's my number two so uh we can go on from there love all that right. record yeah
1: yeah you know because I remember on MTV talk to you later was really the first I guess song from the tubes that I really latched onto. then I went back from there but that's such a great song. When they got into um, "She's a Beauty" and stuff, I liked yes. it, but it wasn't. It wasn't, wasn't like you were like, yeah, it was. You, you can. I, I don't want to use the term selling out. I'm mm-hmm. glad they made money. Commercialized, good, yeah. commercial. but you know, because yes. you know, you had you know, "Fee Waybill" and everything else. Like I said, running naked on stage, you know, Quaalude, and then all of a sudden, you know, they're at like a park and singing "She's a Beauty." And I, I don't know. It just didn't. It was still good, but it just wasn't. It wasn't the tubes. It wasn't full frontal tubes thank you that's exactly the way how I wanted to say it (laughs) but I did all right thank you Greg all right well my number two I think this is going to be a crossover here this week on the only three lads podcast top five songs of 1975 number two and I'm sure you guys are going to do this much better than me but David Bowie fame how could this not be on anybody's list Uh, of course it was Bowie's first number one single uh fame was one of the four Bowie songs Bueno, you brought this up to be included in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame's 500 songs that shaped rock and roll. Of course, uh, this song is written around failure management problems at the time. John Lennon has a writing credit on this song. Apparently, he did some backing vocals, guitar. Yeah, and early on, I mean, maybe he if, if J- John Lennon stuck around and that horrible thing didn't happen to him back in 1980, he might have been like a hip hop type of producer because he uh, gets credit for tape loops on the song Fame. So there you go. That's my number two. David Bowie, fame. Love it. Here this week. John was very forward thinking. Great yeah, song. All of them were. So my
0: number two song of 1975 is Roy Harper's When an Old Cricketer Leaves the Crease. It's a lead single and lengthy seven minute and 22 second final track from his 1975 album HQ. So for those who may be unfamiliar with the name, Roy Harper is an English folk rocker who's been actively recording since 1966 and very thankfully is still making vital music today. He's a real musician's musician. Some may have heard of him through Led Zeppelin's song Hats Off to Roy Harper or as the lead vocalist on Pink Floyd's Have a Cigar. When an old cricketer is arguably the greatest song in a career full of great songs. On the surface, it's a song, as the title suggests, about the sport of cricket. Taken at face value, it works as an ode to the game with its reference to cricket stars Jeff Boycott and Jon Snow. But you dive deeper, and the song is a wistful, nostalgic farewell to bygone days of youth and an innocence that will never return. Dive even deeper, and it's an elegiac, mournful, very Keatsian metaphor for leaving this mortal coil. The legendary John Peel certainly agreed with that, as it was the song that he requested to be played on air upon his passing. So whatever your interpretation of the song is... There's a brass band that comes in midway through the song. And when that happens, you cannot possibly be unmoved by its stately beauty and poignancy. That's my number two, When an Old Cricketer Leaves the Crease by Roy Harper. I have to listen to that one. That's
1: not in my head right now. It is an amazing, amazing song. All right. Learning new music once again here on the Only Three Lads podcast. This week, the top five songs of 1975. We've been through our top four. We're at our number ones. Stick around because we'll have them right after this. Well,
0: this came out of nowhere. On April twenty second, twenty twenty, the legendary band X surprise dropped their new album Alphabet Land on their Bandcamp site. This is the first album in thirty five years by the original foursome of John Doe, Exine Cervenka, Billy Zoom, and DJ Bonebreak. And you know what? It's great classic X music, lean and mean. Eleven songs, clocking in at twenty seven exhilarating minutes. Head over to xtheband.bandcamp.com to purchase the digital album and pre
1: order the vinyl or CD. Welcome back to the Only Three Lads podcast. I'm Uncle Greg. We have Brett Vargo. We have Bueno. This week, we're counting down our top five songs of 1975. And we are here at our number ones so far. I love all of our list. Yeah, it's great and unsuspecting. They're crazy. Yeah, I thought there'd be a lot more crossover. There's been some. I think there's going to be more, but I think that they're all great list. And Bueno, are you still there? You oh, got real quiet there. Kind of scared me. Edit this part out. <laughs> <laughs> A moment of silence. Yeah, it's like we all went. Oh, bueno's number one. Look, something sparkly. Um, <laughs> bueno, what is your number one this week? My number one is by an English progressive rock
2: band. You guys probably know who they are Genesis. And uh, this actually was off of their sixth studio album, The Land Lies Down on Broadway, uh, The Carpet Crawlers. Uh, Love this song, actually saw them in the tour at the Los Angeles Forum back then in 76. Oh man. Yeah. This lyrically, this song tells the section of the album story here by Raoul, the lead character, You know, finds himself in a red carpeted corridor surrounded by kneeling people slowly crawling toward a wooden door. And dances dashes by them toward the door and goes through it. Behind the door is a table with a candlelit feast on it. And behind that is a spiral staircase that leads upwards
3: out of sight. There's only one direction in the faces that I see. It's upward to the ceiling where the chamber's said to be. Like the forest fight for sunlight. That takes root in every tree. They are pulled up by the magnet, leaving their feet the carpet. Call us.
2: There, call us. So this song was released in the April, like I said, April 1975 as the album's second single. In 1995, Genesis re-recorded the song with producer Trevor Horn that featured Gabriel and Collins sharing lead vocals. So that was released as the Carpet Crawlers, 1999. And having those two together, singing lead vocals, I wish I was a fly on that all. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> that's my number one genesis, the Carpet Crawlers.
1: Incredible song. A great song. Mm-hmm. Unsettling, but great. Mm-hmm. Yes. It really digs down deep in you. I'm telling you, that's that song Flying by Krista Berg. Okay, it Digs deep digs deep yep. six minutes of pure digging deep great song. all of our all right. songs this week are long it seems like yeah there seems to be a yeah. lot of uh long um jams in 1975 yep. that was the uh the flavor of the day i
0: think yeah mm-hmm. or punk uh kind of short everything back down
1: yeah but 74
2: from- there was more punk in 74 than there was in 75 so we'll find out when we go back to 74 one of these days all
1: right guys you ready for my number one heck yeah Been waiting. We already know what it is. It's a crossover. But my number one song, it is top five songs of 1975. I am crossing over with Brett. Uh, Roxy Music, Love is the Drug, of course. Uh, Brett was talking about Fifth Studio album. This was really the song that got the band noticed in the United States. It's their highest charting, I believe, single in the United States to date. Of course, Brian Ferry, I think he had more success on his own in the 80s afterwards, but uh, really, again, my uh, logic was saying, you know, how could fame not be number one? And then my heart was saying, but I really like Roxy Music's bass line, so I was teetering back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, so I went with the heart and that's why Roxy Music was my number one and David Bowie fame was my number two, but what sold it up for me of course, we talk about bass lines, I love bass lines and songs
3: She said yes you can get the rest. Oh, catch that buzz. Love is the dog. I'm thinking, of. oh, can't you see? Love
1: is the dog. Uh, Nile Rogers of Shake, of course, the song Good Times, he said that. Uh, this song influenced that song and Nile Rodgers also worked a lot with Duran Duran and John Taylor so that's why you hear all that influence in these songs as you said Brett ABC all those songs from the 80s that I just love so that's why I picked Roxy Music Love Is a Drug my number 1 song this week for the top 5 songs of 1975
0: Yeah Go so with the heart
1: always Yes make art So that was the crossover That, that, was, that the crossover. was another crossover We we've, we've had two so far
2: Yep. Yeah, but that was Brett's triple crossover he was predicting earlier that in the week. Uh,
0: that was supposed to be the triple crossover.
2: I, I wasn't going to let it happen. You ruined it, Bueno. Yeah, I just wanted to hit it for a home run instead of a triple. Sorry. Not on your watch. Uh-huh. Gotcha. Gotcha, guys. <laughs> All right, Brett. What's your number <laughs> All one? right. Okay, well, my number one
0: pick, well, I thought this was going to be a little controversial, but then Bueno picked Elton Johnson. I don't feel as bad cool. because uh, it's, it's one of the biggest mega stars in rock and roll history, but... Before, Bruce Springsteen became the mega-selling boss singing songs to the hard-working everyman of the American heartland. He was a streetwise rock and roll poet pegged as another in a long series of quote-unquote New Dylans. So my number one song is The Mighty Born to Run, a song that conveys us-versus-them escapism more eloquently than possibly any song ever written, although Thunder Road from the Born to Run album as well comes dangerously close. So, Born to Run tells the tale of young lovers, ordinary losers, tramps like us, who desperately desire to break free of the town that rips the bones from your back. Springsteen perfectly channels the romance and freedom of revving up your bike, hitting the highway, feeling the wind against your face, and of having nothing to lose and everything to gain. It's the runaway American dream with its mansions of glory and suicide machines, the ideal of euphoric primal love sweeping away all inhibitions and fears. There are few more evocative or better metaphors in any love song in history than just wrap your legs around those velvet rims and strap your hands across my engines. This song is four and a half minutes of pure bliss. The cinematic wall of sound arrangement, complete with its memorable Glockenspiel hook and Ronette's-esque wo-oh-ohs, uh, complements the lyrical drama perfectly. When the track hits its climax, Bruce shouts one, two, three, four and launches into the great line, the highways jammed with broken heroes on a last chance power drive. Everybody's out on the run tonight, but there's no place left to hide. Together, Wendy will live with sadness. I'll love you with all the madness in my soul. It's so empowering, so perfect, that you want to inhabit those characters. You long to have the raw passion that Wendy and Bruce have. Even curmudgeonist critic Robert Christgau called it the fulfillment of everything Be My Baby was about and lots more. This was the song that thrust Bruce from the underground to mainstream success, hitting number 23 on the U.S. chart and its accompanying album of the same name going to number three. Born to Run was also named the 21st greatest song of all time by Rolling Stone in 2004. And today it is my number one song of 1975,
1: Born to Run by Bruce Springsteen beautiful song you know who didn't make any of our list who i thought would and it has to do with bruce springsteen patty
0: smith i was surprised at patty's absence as well i was also surprised by the absence
1: of uh fox on the run by sweet i saw that yeah, i was that, looking at that but I, yeah. I i didn't know if that was alternative enough i stuck with the kind of alternative bands that i would either spun on the radio or saw on mtv during 120 minutes that sort of thing but i love sweet sweet was a great band yeah, a lot of singles. You know how successful that band was and it just seems like a lot of people don't even know who they are but they know the songs. It's so weird. Ballroom Blitz? Little, Little Willie? Little Willie, yeah. Little Willie? Yeah. yeah. Love is like oxygen.
0: A fantastic yeah. band.
1: Yeah. Love is like mm-hmm. oxygen is one of those songs like smoke on the water that when you first pick up a guitar, you learn. Brett, you're a guitar player. Dun, yeah, I never dun, I never learned it. Dun, oh, I did learn smoke on the water, though. Okay, and everybody, I dun, still dun, 30 dun, years dun, later, dun, I do a terrible dun. smoke on the water. <laughs> well, at least I won't even try it. <laughs> well, at least in Phoenix, uh back in the early 80s, West Side over by Metro Center, everybody was dun 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 dun, you know, so cuz it was the I don't know, I guess the riff line that everybody knew. That in Smoke on the Water. That's a great riff. It is. Cool. It's that that was a great band. So, real quick, anybody else that you think, maybe an honorable mention besides Sweet, you know, Patti Smith? And then if we go outside of genres, I mean, there was a lot of great music in 1975. My honorable mentions, the ones that I, I took off at the
0: last minute were uh, Dwight Twilly Band, who showed up in, on my 77 list, their
1: hit I'm on Fire, and then uh, Bay City Rollers, wouldn't you like it? I was going to say Bay City Rollers, because I remember, you know, they used to have those hoodies that became popular again, whatever kids wearing now with the zip up in the hoodie. Back in 75, I remember um Bay City Rollers. I don't know why I'm telling this story. I'm sorry to bore you guys, but um, they wouldn't wear shirts. Under, Boring? Well, what? you know, they wouldn't wear the shirts underneath those those hoodies. And I remember I wanted to go outside without a shirt on, but my mom would be like, no way. That's stupid. But that was the Bay City Rollers. I mean, <laughs> I love Your mom that. was
0: on to something. No,
1: that, well, I, I love I had, the Rollers.
0: Still.
1: I, I could have drew some hair on my chest or something. I mean, I was five years old, but <laughs> the Bay City Rollers did it. I wanted to do it, too that's one thing i
3: remember about that band
2: mine was john lennon uh i think he came out with shave fish which was the greatest hits and then rock and roll which was like all the songs from the 50s incredible yep so those are mine too for that year what what would you have picked as far as uh song uh probably ain't that a shame
1: okay of course 1975 the year that sean lennon was born so he was busy being a dad that year too He sure was Let's count down our list Bueno Let's hear your top five Songs of 1975 Alright Top five We got here Let me
2: get my list In front of me uh, Hurricane uh, Bob Dylan My number four David Bowie Young Americans Number three uh, Elton John Someone Saved My Life Tonight Number two the tubes white punks on dope crossover with uncle greg and number
1: one genesis the carpet crawlers and my top five are Kraftwerk autobahn at number five at number four Krista berg and flying number three the tubes white punks on dope on number two i have david bowie and fame and at number one roxy music love is the drug and my top five Number five,
0: Peter Hamill, Nadir's Big Chance. Number four, uh, Cockney Rebel, Make Me Smile, Come Up and See Me. Number three, Roxy Music, Love is the Drug. Number two, Roy Harper, When an Old Cricketer Leaves the Crease. And number one, Bruce Springsteen, Born to Run.
1: Great list all around, if I say so myself. Good job, guys. Nice job, lads. Thank you very much. Let's get the 03L randomizer Fired up. See what we're going to be talking about next week. All right.
2: Oh, we're going to fire the whammy machine up again.
0: Whammy
1: machine is fired
0: up. And let's go. (laughs) I say no whammies. I say whammy machine. (laughs) (laughs) And stop. Okay. We're sticking with songs. It is the top five songs, but we're jumping forward to 1994. Top five songs in
1: 1994. Oh, my gosh. I already know three of them right now. Bush is one of them. Wow, yes, that was my first full year in alternative radio. Then this should be fun Uh, for you. It should be. It's going to be a hard one for me because there's a lot of great music. It is a great year. Yeah. Well, guys, I think we pulled it off again. Don't forget, go to Facebook. Like our page, hit notifications, tell your friends, tell your enemies about the Only Three Lads podcast. Also, don't forget every Tuesday, usually, it's, it's 100% of the time thus far. Every Tuesday morning is when the new episodes come out, and we're going to be doing some other stuff. So make sure and hit that notifications. Brett, do you have anything else? It's just getting fun.
0: We're just getting started. We have a lot of yep. good things in store for you guys. So thanks for being along for the ride on our time machine or as Bueno says (laughs) on our spaceship.
2: Yeah. It's all hooked up together. You know, it's the O3L spaceship. You know, we got to jump in that time machine and take it off with that spaceship. So, I mean, it's got to work together. It doesn't do it by itself. Just keep loving us and we'll keep sending love out to you and everybody definitely stay safe. What about you, uncle Greg?
1: That was it. I was just waiting for you to say, be bueno.
0: The theme music is Frequency, written and performed by yours truly, Brett Vargo. Any other music in this episode is presented solely for purposes of review, examination, and news reporting. If you like what you hear, go to your record store and pick up the LP, CD, cassette, or 8-track, or stream it if you're one of those newfangled fancy pants. If we're lucky enough to still have these artists with us, go out and see some live music. For the latest updates, join the O3L community at facebook.com slash only3lads. We want to hear from you. And while you're at it, click on the Shop Now link for the coolest threads. Until next time, thanks for listening.